Faring Pharmaceuticals Incorporated would like for our today podcast listeners to know that during these unprecedented times, Faring Pharmaceuticals remains committed to supporting the ASRM community. The Reproductive Medicine and Maternal Health COVID-19 Resource Portal provides a single site with up-to-date resources concerning COVID-19 and its impact in reproductive medicine and maternal health. Global in scope, the Resource Center is designed to provide access to the latest guidelines and insights on a single platform, including patient support, webinars and podcasts, medical publications, and links to additional organization guidance and updates. Go to re.faring.com backslash COVID-19 for everything you need to know about COVID-19. Welcome to ASRM Today, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the current topics in reproductive medicine. I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and it's National Nurses Week. My guest today is Donna Ruth, who is Director of Education, National Association of Nurse Practitioners and Women's Health, or the NPWH. Donna, welcome to ASRM Today. Well, thank you for having me. I so appreciate your taking the time to recognize the nurses. For our audience, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you go about choosing nursing? Well, you know, I was a candy striper way back in high school, and I realized that I really liked the hospital environment. It was a very active environment, and so that was uh, attractive to me, and I'm sort of a helper person. So I was drawn to nursing, and I went to college at Vanderbilt and got a job out of school in labor and delivery, which is in labor and delivery and women's health and obstetrics is where I've spent my professional life ever since. What does the NPWH provide to professionals in reproductive medicine? NPWH is the kind of the one-stop shop for women's health nurse practitioners. And so we have groups that work in maternal fetal medicine. We have women's health nurse practitioners who work in reproductive endocrinology. We have women's health nurse practitioners who do general GYN, some special in men, some specialize in menopause. So pretty much if there is a component of women's health, and I'm using Using women in the in the broad terms because we also care for transgendered patients as well. So it's a it's a one stop shop. So we try to provide resources and education for women's health nurse practitioners wherever their practice environment may be. Are these offerings only limited to nurses, or are there other groups that can benefit from this? Well, really, anybody that chooses to can take courses. We have um, on our website we have a educational website where people can go in and peruse what we offer, and they're certainly welcome to take courses. We provide CE for um, specifically for nurses and advanced practice nurses, but also, but that does not limit people from taking those courses. So you might not get the, like if you're a, a physician, you probably not going, you, you would be looking for something that might have CME, but there might be a course that we have that would att- be attractive to you in the continuing education is sort of a byproduct of that. So for example, we have two courses that are coming up. One is on the essentials of female sexual health that's open to anybody that's working in that sexual health space. So it might be like a physical therapist. It might be a psychologist. It might be a practitioner 
uh, both advanced practice nurses, midwives, physicians. So it's open to everybody. And then we're also planning a genetics course for advanced practice providers. And we very specifically name that advanced practice providers. So it might be attractive to, again, our physician colleagues or physician's assistant, uh, midwives, nurses. So it's we're trying to have a, a broad tent because, you know, people don't practice in isolation. They practice in teams with other healthcare professionals. So nurses very often collaborate with physicians or physician's assistants or maybe genetics counselors. So we want to have uh, the opportunity for anybody that's interested in the content to attend our, our courses. Now, I'm, I'm assuming, though, that you also offer year-round online continuing education or in yes. continuing education credit. Yes, we have a journal that has at least one continuing education article in each one of the journals. We have different modules. So depending on what your interest is, you can go and sort of peruse through and see what might pique your interest. We take uh, the, the content that's done at our annual meeting is also put on as modules. So you might have a specific interest in a topic area, or you might just be looking for recertification hours. So you can peruse the catalog and decide what meets your particular need. Have you looked at ASRM member benefits lately? ASRM is consistently adding value for physicians and other professionals in the field of reproductive medicine. Boost your career with access to ASRM's cutting-edge journals, free continuing education credits, access to ASRM QBoost, discounts on the annual Congress, and so much more. To learn more about the benefits of ASRM membership, visit www.asrm.org. I'm talking with Donna Ruth, who's the Director of Education at the NPWH. You can access that website at www.npwh.org. It's interesting, you were just talking about annual meetings and and offerings. What can you tell us about the annual meeting this year? Is it virtual or is it in person? This will be our second virtual meeting. Um, We're due to go in October, but because you start planning so early, it was hard to know, like, whether we should just plan for virtual or in-person. And the decision was made because at the time when we were doing this, the vaccine rollout, which has now increased, was a little bit slower at the beginning. So it felt like maybe we weren't really going to um, be able to have an in-person meeting. And then plus, the hotels and the conference centers are doing a great job trying to figure out you know, how you social distance, because when we're used to going to meetings, you have a big exhibit hall, everybody goes in, there's lots of people, they're all up against each other. So how, how do you, how do you negotiate that in a post-COVID world? Or we might not even be post-COVID. Also, like even in lecture halls, you know, how do you, how do you have these big lecture halls? So, The logistics of it hadn't been worked out. So we decided for this year, we would go virtual again. And our intention is in 2022 to uh, be back, assuming no other (laughs) intervening events happen that we'll be back in person. And and when, when is the, when is the virtual Congress for y'all this year? The virtual Congress. Yes, it starts October 13th, our pre-con day, and then we have a plenary day on the 14th, breakout sessions on the 15th, and some hands-on workshops on the 16th. So it's a kind of a full, but the beauty, the good thing about doing a virtual or one of the benefits to a virtual conference is if folks want to, they can watch those, they can watch it live or they can watch it on demand. So it works, maybe they don't have to take a day off work, you know, because a lot of people might have had their hours 
reduced during COVID. So they don't really have the vacation time or the or the professional leave time that they might have had. So they can do it when it works for their schedule. And again, for more information on the Congress and, and all these goings on, please head over to their website, www.npwh.org. The ASRM would like to invite you to save the dates for the ASRM 2021 Scientific Congress and Expo to be held October 17th through the 20th in Baltimore, Maryland. The 2021 Congress and Expo will kick off with the ASRM President's Gala, followed by three full days of live, in-person plenaries, symposia, interactive sessions, roundtables, and a robust exhibit hall. At the conclusion of the live Congress, on-demand offerings of select sessions will become available through the end of December 2021. Registration opens soon, so look for an email from us in your inbox. Donna, what are some things the NPWH is working on for 2021? Well, for 2021, we are adding, like I said, an essentials, a female sexual health course and a three-day genetics course that I think would, I think will be very popular. You know, the field of genetic testing has sort of, ex- and, gen- and specific um, treatments based on your genetic makeup has sort of exploded. So we're going to try to provide a real high level course for folks. Um, so it'll be three days. The first day is on just sort of genetics one-on-one laying the groundwork. And then we're doing expanded carrier screening and prenatal genetics. The second day is going to be all related to cancer, you know, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, colon cancer, some of the ones that have real strong genetic components. And then the last day is going to be a workshop on advanced breast cancer um, treatments and um, testing. So, So it'll be a pretty intense three days. And again, Folks can choose to go to the whole thing or they can choose, maybe they just are interested in the first day or they might just be interested in the workshop. So there'll be lots of options for people to do all of it or to do parts of it, depending on what their specific needs are. The other um, area that MPWH is very active is we do collaborate with a lot of different organizations, so like-minded organizations. So, for example, maternal mortality is a real problem in our country, as is infant mortality. Now, we're, we care about infant mortality, but because we care for women, maternal mortality, particularly in communities of color, is a real, is a real crisis, um, and a lot of it driven by you know, access to care, um, social determination of health and all of the sort of societal issues. So we uh, we advocate for resources to target programs and policies that would help drive our, our maternal mortality rates down. Um, so we're very active in, in, in that arena as well. Um, so if it's something that in, impacts women, we're wanting to know about it and be a part of it and be solution oriented. How can we impact that? We just started a collaborative with several other organizations on the impact of the environment on maternal and child health. So that is another that's fairly if it's in its infancy and it's got some we're working with folks that we don't necessarily work with, like the school nurses, you know, so because because there's the child side of maternal child health. So that's very exciting work that's just sort of getting started. And I'm sure there'll be some educational outgrowth from that, like 
what's our target audience? Is the target audience the provider and letting them know? Or is the target audience the consumer facing? Or maybe even trying to work with the academic group to see if we can get content into their curricula. So it's a pretty exciting time to sort of say, okay, how can we really make a difference here? Because it's important work. How patient-friendly is the NPWH website, or is it not geared for that? Is there like a separate web page that has well, been designed? Well, we, we have a couple of different separate things for it, but you can get there from the NPWH. So one of the consumer-facing activities is what they call the HER, H-E-R, HER hub. And they have like little vignettes and videos on different topics, like they have one on um, cervical cancer or um, menopause. So they have a... a, a things that the consumer can go in and look at and they're geared towards the consumer. We also have what we call the Boulder Coalition that's looking at the what we'll call the mature woman and some of their unique um, health concerns. So uh, that is a, a more consumer facing activity. So we, we, we have some of that, you know, but our target population is really advanced practice nurses. And we do have like family nurse practitioners as as well as some midwives, um, or maybe even um, uh, registered nurses who belong to our organization because that's really their focus is women's health. Well, as a member of the ASRM Education Department, I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you to you and the NPWH for continued, we, we've developed some relationships over the years in designing some right. courses. And also it is National Nurses Week. So while we cannot say during this pandemic, I want you to go hug a nurse, you can definitely maybe, you know, throw an elbow out there or maybe just an emoji or Got something, you know, up. a thumbs up from from way away, you know, please appreciate. We, we thank you. I personally thank all people in the nursing field, uh, amazing, amazing people in amazing work, especially in such uh, uh, difficult times. Uh, Donna, thank you so much for being able to take time out to be on the show today. It was an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Well, you're very welcome. And like I said, www.npwh.org. And if people do want to take our courses, you do not have to be a member, but you will have to just sort of sign in and um, create an account, but that's not a big deal. So please go on and look around and see if we can provide some education for you. Absolutely. I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and this is ASRM Today. This concludes this episode of ASRM Today. For show notes, author information, and discussions, go to asrmtoday.org. This material is copyrighted by the American Society for Reproductive Medicine and may not be reproduced or used without express consent from ASRM. ASRM Today series podcasts are supported in part by the ASRM Corporate Member Council. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ASRM and its affiliates. These are provided as a source of general information and are not a substitute for consultation with a physician.